Fields looking for the deep ball. Touchdown, Ohio State, Garrett Olson. Justin Fields put that one on the money. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Over the last couple of days, we've been going over the NFC North and how you should bet it. We talked about the contenders for the division, Packers and Vikings yesterday. Let's hit on the Bears and Lions today. But Joe G, we got more bad NFL news. It feels like, you know, we thought we all defeated COVID. We talk about the COVID season like it was last year. We might have another COVID season. Isn't that the way things are looking? We, we heard about Frank Reich the other day. Now three Colts defenders placed on the COVID-19 list. Lamar Jackson held out of camp today, a COVID-related case. If you go to Major League Baseball, Trey Turner goes on the COVID list yesterday. Christian Yelich, uh, Aaron Judge finally just came off the COVID-19 list in Major League Baseball. I mean, I don't care which rules that the NFL is implementing. They're not getting away from this. No, it's not going away. It's it's really part of the sporting world now. I mean, it's I, I think the one thing that's changed is there's less shock value to all of us. Remember last year was like, oh my goodness, this person, this person, that player, whatever. And now we kind of just accept it. it. It's almost like we're numb to it in a weird way now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I certainly was like last time I'm watching the the Phillies Nationals game, and oh, Trey Turner's removed the game. Oh, he tested positive for COVID. You know, and it's not, not that this isn't a big deal. Obviously, it, it's a significant deal. It's just I think we're numb to it as sports Absolutely. fans, sports betters. Like it, it just doesn't knock us off our feet. But Joe, you're right. This is going to impact the NFL season, and it's going to impact teams. I mean, coaches disappearing, but the good the good teams, the smart teams, will get through it. Look at the Browns last year in the playoff, uh, in the playoff game, playoff week. They had their coach. They didn't practice all week. They won yeah. a playoff game. He's in the basement. That's right. <laughs> Watching on TV like the rest of us. Wow. Boy, that, there's going to be some great docs coming out of the last year. It, man, just crazy. All right, NFC North. We addressed all the movement going on with the Green Bay Packers, but when you move the Packers from plus money to second favorite in the division over the weekend to now the overwhelming favorite at minus 140, uh, the point that we missed a little bit yesterday and that we'll talk more about now is that means you're getting value on everybody else. So now the Packers, you're going to have to lay a price at minus 150, but you're getting a better number on a team like the Bears. On Saturday, the Bears were plus 325 to win the division on points bet. That's the lowest number I saw. And at the moment, they are plus 500. I mean, what's changed? It was the Aaron Rodgers. We got some clarity there. That's the only thing that changed. And the Bears are now plus 500, and the Lions are plus 2,500 to win the division. Uh, we'll start with the Bears 50 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, 22 to 1 to win the NFC. The win total in a 17 game season is set at 7.5, juiced a little bit more to the under, juiced to the under. Matt Nagy has not had a losing season in his three years with the Bears. I wouldn't call it a success, but he hasn't had a losing season making the playoffs twice. Eight and eight last year, but don't forget, five and one start. Five and one start. Wasn't Steelers level, but they they went three and seven the rest of the way. And the reason they got those three wins, because they played complete crap in the last month of the season, and it saved everyone's job, but pe- jobs, people are going to forget about that 
because you got Justin Fields, and uh, that that's where you have to start. You get Justin Fields, and they moved up to take Tevin Jenkins, Oklahoma State offensive tackle, in the second round. He is going to be expected to start from day one. I would not consider Mitchell Trubisky a loss. Maybe it's a gain, but that he's no longer on the roster, no longer an option for any of these coaches. The big losses on the defensive side of the ball because the general manager doesn't know how to work the cap and spends way too much money on defense. They had to say goodbye to Kyle Fuller, their best cornerback. He's with the Denver Broncos now. And Roy Robertson-Harris, you know, not a big-name guy, but he added depth, and and he was able to, to rush the passer. He's now with the Jaguars. The big thing here, um, you, at, when you lose your best corner in Kyle Fuller, What's the downgrade? We always talk about the downgrade. What is Aaron Rodgers worth to the point spread? Well, I don't know that what the hell Jordan Love can do. Well, the replacement for Fuller, Desmond Trufant, graded out as one of the worst quarterbacks, cornerbacks in the NFL. For context, pro football focus, they rated 136 cornerbacks. Trufant, 133rd of 136. It could get ugly against Rodgers. Well, and to go to that point, Rodgers is back. That's as a significant challenge for the Bears to contend with. And look at the Bears' schedule. Look at who is on the NFC North schedule. Look at the quarterbacks they're going to play. They're going to have to be able to, to cover wide receivers. Otherwise, this could be a long year. They're going to play Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield. Forget Jared Goff for a second. I mean, there's more Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Garoppolo, Ben. I mean, you go through it. Kyle Most Murray. of them on the road. Yes, you're right. Uh, Russell Wilson late in the season. There's some really, I would say the majority of the top 20 quarterbacks or so in the NFL, they're going to face this year. And in some cases face them twice. That's, that's a significant issue for them. Joe, I feel like the number is right. Seven and a half. I mean, I, I would not be surprised if they go over, but eight and a half would be the wrong number. I feel like seven and a half is the right number. Don't you feel like perception changes because that extra playoff spot last year, think about how we'd be talking about Matt Nagy, one playoff trip in three years, one great season in three years, the other two, eh. but, but the way you said it, you're totally right. It's a fact. They've made the playoffs in two of his three years. I feel like that extra playoff spot last year, kind of like, I know not for you, but changed some perception out there of what the bears are. They're, they're pretty much had one great season with Nagy and then they've been pretty average, but now we get to see, can that change with potentially a big upgrade at quarterback? Coaches don't survive six-game losing streaks in this league. No. He did. He did. Because the schedule makers helped him out, and he gave him Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville, and Green Bay. I mean, there was a Detroit-Houston-Minnesota-Jacksonville run. Those were literally the four worst defenses in the NFL. And so, you know, they were able to actually put up some points. Um, yeah, I don't view last year as a success at all, but this year is all about Justin Fields. And you mentioned it's tough on the road. If I had to bet it, I I would go over. Um, I, I don't know if you think I'm joking. I'm not joking about turning to Justin Fields in week two. I know Dalton's going to be the guy in week one, and the national media is just figuring that out, and they're going on and on about it. Yeah, Dalton's going to be the quarterback in week one. But look at how the schedule – look at look at the pattern of the schedule, right? It makes all the sense in the world if you're going to go to Justin Fields – in the first half of the season, you do it in week number two. You don't want to do it under the lights week one against the Rams. But look, look think about the um, the passing defenses here. Week two is Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, then Vegas. Don't you want those to be the first four opponents for Justin Fields at this level? Instead of waiting until, oh, I don't know, week seven, Tampa Bay, week eight, San Francisco, week nine, Pittsburgh? 
Yeah, then the bye, and then and then Baltimore. Like if that's when you're going to throw him in the fire, that's no. really throwing him in the fire. Mm-hmm. I'd have to think he's going to play quick. Like Andy Dalton is what he is, but like Andy Dalton's competent enough that like they're going to convince themselves this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. You know that the Kansas City model of a couple of years ago, right? Alex Smith and um, and Patrick Mahomes. The bottom line is this: if the Bears look terrible offensively in Week One, it's probably going to go to Justin Fields pretty quickly here. And I think the quicker they go to fields, the better chance they have to go over their win total. I know he's a young player, but I just think they have a better chance to win football games if he's out there rather than Andy Dalton. And, and the offenses are completely different. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. So just figure it out earlier. Why not? And if let's be if he is in there in the first month of the season, he has a real shot to be the offensive rookie of the year. So maybe you'll get more value when he when he ends up sitting. In week one, right now, he's tied for the second favorite with Kyle Pitts at plus 750. Trevor Lawrence plus 300. Maybe Justin Fields is worth something the second you find out or the second you believe that he's going to be out there. Um, if Dalton's terrible week one, I'd place that bet. Wouldn't surprise me to see him week two, week three, week four, somewhere in there. I would bet Bears over seven and a half. I, I'm usually the guy betting under on the Bears. But uh, I'm I'm used to inflated numbers. It is not inflated this season because of Andy Dalton. Detroit Lions win totals four and a half. Juice heavily to the over. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to skip over your Bears. Would you, would you just lean, or do you have something there? Uh, I would lean over, but I think the okay. number's right. I, I would lean over. They feel like an eight win team to me. I feel I'd lean over. Okay. Uh, the Lions over is minus one seventy. New regime. Can you get to five wins? Kenny Galladay gone. Marvin Jones gone. Your offensive coordinator is Anthony Lynn. Your quarterback is Jared Goff. Not the combination that I'd want to go to war with. What do you think, Joe G? I think they go over. I now I think five, right? I'm not I'm not trying to persuade people to think they're going to go way over and make the playoffs or something crazy. Four wins is low. It is, it's a 17-game season. And the one thing about them is I don't think they're bad up front on either side. I don't know if they're one of the top 10 lines on either side, but I don't think they're bad. They drafted Panay Sewell in the first round of the draft. They already had Decker. They had, they had, I mean, they have some offensive defensive linemen. Okora is a good pass rusher. <laughs> I, I, I think the Lions are going over. I love their, I love their draft is so funny to me. Oh, I, I can't tell you how many times I just look at the positions. They had four picks in the first three rounds: offensive tackle, defensive tackle, defensive tackle, quarterback. They're going to win in the trenches. <laughs> yes, Dan well, that, Campbell that's what is trying. As old school as you can get. Um, I, I just I I don't think they're going to be as like we talked about the Texans earlier. The Texans feel to me more like a team. Like, how are they going to win a game if Deshaun Watts is not playing? I don't feel that about the Lions. I think there's a couple wins within the division they'll grab. I, I think they'll get to five wins. Okay, so if we're talking about the tough schedule for the NFC North for every other team, it's going to be tough for the Detroit Lions. So how are they going to pull off some of these victories? You know, some sports books take a look ahead, and they have point spreads for every game on the NFL season. I was taking a look at that this morning for the Lions. How many games they favored in? One, zero? Well, here, here's what stood out to me. How many times do you think they're at least touchdown underdogs? Nine? Ten. Ten. It's a lot. <laughs> It's a, lot it's, a lot. it's a lot. What if golf goes down? Here's David Blau with Anthony Lynn. Well, then that might that might be zero wins. <laughs> like they need the they need the Jared Goff to be the 20th best quarterback in the NFL to have a chance to win their five games. And now you don't have Sean McVay in your headset. You have Anthony Lynn. Right. So how are we getting to five wins? 
because the lines just let okay. let them win in the trenches, Joe. Let them do old school. They're gonna bite kneecaps. You know that, and I know that. <laughs> uh, there's no way I would lay the minus one seventy on the over four and a half, but I do believe that it is a leap people are taking right now, making this assumption that the lines are tanking. You really think Campbell's gonna lose intentionally? No way. Yeah, I don't. I don't quite see that one either. Twenty-five to one. 25 to 1 to win the NFC North. Come on. Save your money. Uh, This is BetQL Daily Joe Ojo G. We're going to line them up next. Get you set for the day in Major League Baseball. Brett McMurphy at 1020 Eastern on college football. Keep it locked on the BetQL Network.